quick second to pay the bills and a word from our sugar daddies. As you may know, we've partnered with Riverside.fm. Now, we at the podcast podcast use them for all of our virtual interviews, as do our clients, and they have transformed our quality. The 4K footage is incredible, and there are a ton of features, including teleprompter, which is great if you need to record an ad and keep forgetting what you're going to say, and you need to record it at the same time, as well as the ability to transcribe, create clips, and edit directly in Riverside. The biggest thing, though, is the video quality. It's far superior to any of the alternatives in this space, and that's why we use Riverside and so do our clients. If you want to sign up to Riverside today, click the link at the top of our show notes and use code PODCAST15 with a capital P for 15% off as an exclusive discount. Let's get into the episode. Welcome back to the Podcasters Podcast. Today, we are going to talk about threads, the new social media Uh, that Instagram have released or Facebook or Meta, whatever you want to call it. After we've finished talking about threads, we're going to announce the winner of the giveaway we've done for the 100th episode. So if you go back a couple of episodes, you'll know what I'm talking about. But the 100th episode, we spoke about a giveaway where we're going to be giving away two months of agency service with our podcast production agency, valued at £3,000. And that giveaway is going to be done at the end of this episode. So stay tuned. We'll try not to make the episode too long, so don't have to wait too long. And then uh, see if you've won some time with me and Kate. Oh, lucky person, whoever it is. Tell me about it. That's where all the value is, right? The oh, production's yeah. like 500 quid. All <laughs> oh, right. It's but, yeah. 20 minutes of Ashley Morris. <laughs> uh, wow. <laughs> so, Threads, what's your... Fir- Obviously, we can't sit here and pretend we know how you're meant to leverage it because no one does. It's brand new. But what's your first take on Threads? It's all right. You know, it's... <laughs> right. So, there, there's two schools of thought on this. There's Threads... And then there's threads for creators and podcasters. So let's just sort of talk about the the positives of it. It's going to have a shit ton of users. I think it's the fastest growing product ever. They did 100 million signups in less than a week. I think it's something like five days. Stupid. They're tapping into the Instagram audience, which, you know, has like 2 billion monthly users. It's going to get a lot of success quickly. Now, people bash it for not having the virality factor of, say, like a video thing, like TikTok or Instagram Reels. However, one thing that a lot of people do underestimate is it does have a network effect. So the people I follow, if they're engaging with other people's content, that will still show up in my feed. So you can still get sort of a big audience of people that don't know you if people are engaging in your content. So it's going to be really important that people are engaging in it so that's why you see at the moment so many people are saying like sort of creating conversation which is the point of twitter and threads right is is like a they see it's like a um town square is how that how mark zuckerberg refers to it and is it about conversation but sort of the growth hack is encourage people to comment because then all of the people that comment their followers will see that post okay so it seems as though the strategy would be more like a LinkedIn strategy than an Instagram strategy. Yeah, because for LinkedIn, sure. it's how, I mean, I've spent a little bit more time with LinkedIn than any other platform in kind of learning about it. And the thing everyone says is you just need to be active. You need to be commenting, commenting good, like actionable tips and basically writing whole posts as comments and just interacting with as many people as possible because that gets you in front of their audience. If you comment, it does really well, people will see you. And then if people are commenting on your stuff, it goes out to their audience, right? Which doesn't happen with Instagram, but with threads, it's that same concept. It's all about the thread, right? So I see it being 
less of a place you're just going to spam loads of videos, more of a place that you're going to interact with a lot of people in your space and a really good opportunity for networking. Yeah, I think so. So one of the opportunities at the moment is, and this goes for any social media platform, they have spent hundreds of millions or billions to launch it, right? Anytime a company is investing that much money, they're going to want it to work, which means they're going to make it more favorable to the creators early on. Because at the end of the day, these platforms don't exist if there's not creators. You know, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, you know, YouTube, they're not creating content. They're relying on creators creating content. And how do you encourage people to do that? You give them virality and you give them money. Or maybe you don't always give them money, but if you give them good enough views, they'll make their own money, right? So you need one or both of those things. And that's what these platforms do. So it's really important to be an early adopter, play around with it, get really, um, get creative, try different things. Don't worry about the views or the engagement too much. I've had a few clients message me saying like, oh, I'm posting regularly, but I'm not getting much engagement. That's fine. Just figure it out. Nobody knows what's working on it yet. So just keep posting. And what you find as well is loads of people are going to do that. There'll be a lot of people that try and be a creator early and there'll be a lot of them that fall off because they get discouraged. So if you can post every day, twice a day, you know, engage in some comments, it will literally take you 10 minutes of your time because it's written. You know, you can write a couple of thought-provoking things. And if you've already got content, you've got podcasts, you've got old social clips, just repurpose that same bit into get that, the main takeaway, that main message from that podcast episode or that TikTok, whatever it is, into a written format. Try commenting on other people's, try videos, try photos, try um, information, try conversation posts where you're, you know, I, I did one which was just like, um, name your favorite podcast, right? Super simple stuff. And then just get people to try and comment on that. Trial all these different things, post once or twice per day, keep at it for at least three or so months to let people fall off. And then by then you should have a pretty good understanding of what works, what doesn't work, what are other creators doing? And then it should get a bit easier from there. You got you to think everyone's on the same start line. So you join Instagram, there's already people with hundreds of thousands of followers, right? Don't get me wrong, these people are going to have an advantage on threads because they've got an existing audience, but they're still starting from zero. Everyone started from zero on whatever the date they released it was. And you can't use that excuse of like, oh, but they, I started too late. Now, if you start now, no one apart from a few people are ahead of you. If you're to be consistent, okay, you're not going to have that following that some others might already have, but you're going to have a better chance than everyone else. If you're running a marathon, there's a few professional runners in there, but 99% of them are the general public, but everyone starts on the same start line and you're not joining halfway around, then you've got as good a chance as anyone. Well, when you look at um, things like TikTok and Instagram, top end, 30% of the users create content ever. Right, so you just look at that as a ratio and go, all right, well, there's a pretty big audience of people that aren't creating content. They're just there to consume. All right, well, I'll be one of the creators because I'll stand out. Same thing with, with threads. So is it useful for podcasters? I don't think so. Twitter never really has been. Now, what it could be good at is finding guests. I say networking, that, that element of it a bit more. Yeah, but currently, when we're, whilst we're recording at the moment, there's no DM feature. No. So obviously it's linked through to Instagram. My prediction for it, so I, I spoke to to Alfred Kieran um before sorry, the day it went live. 
I guessed 100 million in a week and a billion by Christmas. I think he did 100 million in about five days. But then the biggest part of the prediction was, I think by next year it will have a huge fall off. I don't think it'll be very sticky. I don't think many people are going to carry on using it. Sort of like a clubhouse, right? I had a really big peak. Even Twitter. So Twitter technically is the most unsuccessful social media platform in terms of total users compared to lost users. So Twitter's got well over a billion signups ever, but has about 300 million active users. That's a lot of people that have tried it and gone, not for me. So it's hard to ignore that and think, will threads be any different? I don't know is the answer. But I would be intrigued to think of some of the creative ways podcasters and creators can leverage it. You know, at the moment, video content's still king. And would I be testing it and spending 10 minutes a day? Yes. But would I still be doubling down on short form clips that are going on Instagram, Facebook Reels, TikTok, YouTube Shorts? Yeah, I'd, I'd still be doing that. Yeah. So flip to a positive of what you said of it kind of going massive and then falling off. So if you can be one of the person that sticks to it through that whole time, there's going to be a lot of people who give up, probably more than, say, with Instagram. And there's still going to be, regardless, hundreds of thousands of users. So if you can be someone who kind of sticks it out, be that 1%, then there could be still still an audience there. A few, it's like just having a really niche podcast, for example. Like there's less users, but... It's different, though. Start. I, I'm not sure. So at, this is really random today. I don't know what possessed me to do it, but I opened the Clubhouse app because I forgot I even had it on my phone today. It was just a load of crap. But the reason being that I'm saying that is that got to sort of five or 10 million people really, really quick, right? And I don't know what they peaked at, but I don't know what they're left at. So let's say it's a couple of hundred thousand. There's no good rooms on there anymore about being a content creator. Now we were running at at its peak three rooms every single day that would have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people in. And we've got some really big name people in there as well, which is awesome. And you could replicate that multiple times. But look how similar Clubhouse is to podcasting. It's audio only, it's long form, it's discussion about a particular topic. So my point being is, let's say, your point might be valid, it depends on how many people are still on Clubhouse. But let's say there's a quarter of a million people that still use Clubhouse every month, which is generally how they classify active users. I think we'd be lucky to get 20 people in a clubhouse room once a week. Do you know what I mean? And, and Threads is way different. Like Threads will be even worse than that because you've got way more people on sort of a variety of topics, but the value is not the same. You, me, me writing something to be engaging for you and for me to portray my message and hopefully sell products and services, grow my brand, give value, whatever, all those good things about podcast. You can do that on Clubhouse because it's just like a podcast, but it's live. Threads isn't going to have that same sort of pool. 100%. The one thing I would note is that Threads is already bigger than Clubhouse. Like The size it went to is massive. And because it's Instagram or it's linked closely to Instagram, I don't see it drop into how low Clubhouse has. I definitely think it'll do the whole like, oh, massive hype drop off. But I think even after the drop off, it's not going to be that low. It's still going to be like maybe Twitter is, where it's like, it's the least successful of a lot, but there's still millions of people using it. I know. I mean, 300 million is different than sort of the hundreds of thousands that you said, but 
I don't know. Twitter doesn't really work for podcasters. I what I think will probably happen is they'll change it so then video is important again. I think. Can you not upload video on anyway? You can. Doesn't really work. Um, not that I've seen, and that's not just my stuff. I've been following other people's. It doesn't get that much engagement because I suppose for the whole time Instagram exists, I'm not going on threads to consume it. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, well, that's already better. But there's the comment section doesn't get used much in Instagram, so I guess the threads is more of a conversational place. I think that's what makes me think it's more of a like, I'd use it to conversate with other podcasters, like people in your space. I feel like that's where it's going to be more beneficial for you to network, not necessarily find clients or find listeners, but network with people similar to what you do. More of an educational platform than uh, Instagram in that sense, but it will be, like you say, much more networky than consumer content related. Yeah, I think so. And, you know, that can still be valuable for people. And as it changes and evolves and new things come out, we'll report on them. But if you're listening to this thinking, do I need to be on threads? Do I pivot my strategy? Test it. Don't pivot, I don't think. so. Don't take away time that you're currently spending on a video channel to do it, basically. Don't be like, oh, I'm going to do less of Instagram or less of YouTube to try threads. No, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. I mean, like, think we've already spoken about it. That brand new Instagram we created, brand new YouTube account we created, right? Just for short form content. People say those account, those channels are dead and, right, they've, you know, TikTok's destroyed them. Not true, right? They're flying. They're doing really well with repurposed content on brand new accounts, right? No sort of growth hacking or anything like that or ad spend being put into it. So, those older sort of quote marks older strategies still work right so so don't don't neglect them but should we get to the good bit of this episode yeah have you put the uh the double entries in i have so 83 entries hmm, could have been better we were a little bit lazy on the relaunch but we did have an event that weekend which was also promoting but that's fine you let me know mate i said i was say 83 entries but we definitely had well over 100 more people listening than usual. Yeah, that's true. Oh, sound effects. I was not expecting that. And we have... Juliet O'Rourke. Awesome. Well done, Juliet. I spoke to Juliet earlier, so she's actually already joined the agency. She's about to get started, but now she's going to get an extension to her, what she's already paid for. So well done to Juliet. Fantastic. Well, lucky her, I suppose. Yeah, something like that. Okay, well, listen, look, we'll do these competitions more frequently i think everybody enjoyed it and you know the more we can help podcasters the better hopefully there's some more impressive changes coming to threads that we can report on but if you guys have any um experiences or you figure some things out on the threads algorithm you see some stuff that works make sure you get in contact with us dm us and you know we're here to learn about it as well yeah absolutely so yeah till next time cheers